aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. So much has gone on in my life in the last year and a half, and you know, I've grown a ton as a person, a ton as a driver, racing everything I've been able to. It's just, I, I can't, like I said, I can't believe it. I, could, I didn't think I'd be in this, in this car, let alone a champion. So, um... Again, thank you to Rick Hendrick. Thanks to every one of my supporters out there, Dirt fans, Oval fans, Stock Car fans, any fan of Kyle Larson. This is, this one's for you. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Wheelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry. Trusted to perform since 1952 by Xfinity X5, internet that's more than just fast. Xfinity, proud premier partner of NASCAR. And by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family-owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast, and you won't stink. From the MRN Studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the entire MRN crew here with you as we welcome you to Championship Awards Week. It is time to crown champions in the NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Camping World Truck Series. And with that, we look back at the championship seasons for Kyle Larson, Daniel Hemrick, and Ben Rhodes. We're going to give you a rundown of all the events going down in Nashville for Champions Week. Plus, we'll look back at NASCAR's return to Nashville from this past summer. And we'll hop in the old MRN time machine and we'll head back to the 2001 awards banquet as Jeff Gordon celebrated his fourth championship. But to get us started, Kyle Ricky is here per usual with the latest in NASCAR news. Kyle? Mike, we honor the best of 2021 in Nashville later this week, but multiple teams have made announcements looking ahead to 2022 today. Let's start with one of the final open rides in the NASCAR Cup Series being filled. Front Row Motorsports has announced that Todd Gilliland will move up from the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series and drive the number 38 car for the full season, replacing Anthony Alfredo. The son of former Cup Series driver David Gilliland will join Austin Sindrick and Harrison Burton in a battle for Rookie of the Year. Speaking of Sindrick, Team Penske announced sponsorship for the 2020 Xfinity Series champion on Tuesday. Menards will continue their partnership with Penske as a primary sponsor of both Sindrick in the 2-car and Ryan Blaney in the 12. Menards will also continue to support Harrison Burton and the Wood Brothers in 2022 as well. 
Gilliland's replacement in the truck series was also announced by Front Row Motorsports on Tuesday. Zane Smith will move over from GMS Motorsports to run full-time in the number 38 truck. Smith has advanced to two straight championship fours and came up just short of the championship this year after being passed by Ben Rhodes in the closing laps in Phoenix. The winner of that truck series finale at Phoenix also has his 2022 secured. Chandler Smith will look to build off of his two-win season as he remains in the number 18 Kyle Busch Motorsports truck next year. Mike? Thank you, Kyle. We look back on Kyle Larson's historic championship run next. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. There are championship seasons, and then there are seasons that will go down in history as some of the best ever. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com. That is the type of season Kyle Larson had this past year. Let's take a look back at his road to Hendrick Motorsports and his championship run. The 2021 NASCAR Cup Series season will always be remembered for the triumph of Kyle Larson. But before victory, first came despair. Larson was suspended by NASCAR in April of 2020 for his use of a racial slur during an iRacing event. Larson was then subsequently fired from Chip Ganassi Racing and dropped by several sponsors, leaving his future in NASCAR up in the air. During his time away, Larson went back to his roots in dirt track racing, where he had arguably the greatest season in dirt track racing. Larson also looked to make amends by returning to the Urban Youth Racing School in Philadelphia, who he continues to partner with today. Larson would later say that the time away helped shape who he is today. It was great, you know, to get out on the road uh, with my, my two children and my wife, uh, you know, Owen oh, now he's in, in kindergarten, so it's not like he can go travel as easy, easily. So, you know, the way things worked out and being able to spend that quality time with them on the road and, and having success too, winning a lot of races was uh, was great. It's definitely a year um, that I'll always remember for a lot of reasons. And um, I think it's helped shape me as a person for a lot of reasons. Just over six months following his suspension, Larson would be reinstated by NASCAR effective January 1st, and shortly thereafter would earn a ride when Hendrick Motorsport signed him a two-year deal to drive the team's number five car. It didn't take long for Larson to make an impact at Hendrick. In his fourth start with the team, Larson scored his first win at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, becoming the fastest driver to win with the organization held previously by Terry Labonte in 1994. Feels good. Um, I guess I, I didn't know if I would ever uh, have an opportunity to win a NASCAR race again. And then uh, to get this awesome opportunity uh, with Hendrick Motorsports and, and you know, Mr. H taking a, a massive chance on me. Larson would continue to reward Mr. H for his belief in him 
by winning in consecutive weeks at Charlotte, Sonoma, Nashville, and the All-Star Race in Texas. Here they come, back into turn number three. Larson's going to drive it deep. Young Money looking for the big money deep in the heart of Texas. Who is going to the bank off four final time. Checkered flag is out. Kyle Larson has picked up a million dollars. He scores the win in the NASCAR All-Star Race. Things wouldn't always go Larson's way. Following his win at Las Vegas, Larson all but dominated the Atlanta race before Ryan Blaney came away with the victory. And then there was that one day at Pocono. The Kyle Larson Express not to be derailed here this afternoon at the Pocono Raceway has 10 car lengths in hand over his teammate Alex Von Larson's in trouble. Up into the outside wall. Tire gone down right front for Kyle Larson. Into the outside walls, the leader's exit three. Do you believe it? And here comes Alex Bowman and he will win this afternoon. Alex Bowman across the line. Kyle Busch will come home second. And here comes Kyle Larson, and he will be scored ninth. All of a sudden, Kyle Ricky, just when we thought it was over. Larson would win one more at Watkins Glen, totaling a regular season high five wins heading into the playoffs. Once the playoffs began, things weren't as smooth as they had been in the regular season for Larson. He had to win the cutoff race at Bristol to secure his spot into the round of 12, then at Charlotte dealing with engine issues. His dream season nearly came to an end before he was able to make his way to victory lane that afternoon, safely heading to the round of eight. But yeah, I mean, that was just, a, I guess, an excited um, anxiety shake then. Um, early on when I was having all my issues, I was just kind of sad and depressed <laughs> that this was going to be how my season was going to end, um, where we didn't really you know, have a, a crash or a mistake on our part, um, just to, you know, something kind of freak happened. So, yeah, had a, just had a lot of, a lot of emotions, but um, it, all, it all worked out. From there, it was the Kyle Larson Show. Larson would win the next two playoff races at Texas and Kansas, securing his spot into the championship four in Phoenix. He'll ring the bell again, Young Money, for the final time. Here he comes. He's halfway up the back straightaway, free and clear of the lap traffic. Kyle Larson at the entrance of three. Eight isn't enough. Kyle Larson looking for number nine out of turn four. He exits turn number four. No traffic out of the windshield. Checkered flag in the air. Kyle Larson wins the Hollywood Casino 400 at Kansas Speedway. Larson headed to Phoenix with nine wins, four coming during the playoffs and the odds-on favorite, as he had clearly been the most dominant car all season long. All there was left to do was to win a championship. White flag is in the air. One lap to go in the NASCAR Cup Series championship race. It is not over yet. It's down to three, maybe four car lengths, but Larson has got command of this race. Here he comes. Off turn two, the final time for Young Money. And one final shot for Martin Truex Jr. to try to get to the back bumper. Here they come for the final time as Larson leads to three. And here he comes now, absent a year ago. He's back now, and now he is a Cup Series champion in 2021, Kyle Larson across the line. He will win in Phoenix, and Kyle Larson is your 2021 NASCAR Cup Series champion. 2021 was the year of Kyle Larson in every way. 10 Cup Series wins, 
the NASCAR All-Star Race, the Chili Bowl, Knoxville Nationals, Kings Royal, and to cap it all off, he's now the 2021 NASCAR Cup Series champion. Thank you, Kyle. Coming up, we'll take a look at the full schedule for the events in Nashville for Champions Week. And later, we revisit Daniel Hemrick's run to an Xfinity Series title. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family-owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast, and you won't stink. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Thursday night's NASCAR Awards show is the highlight of the week. but That's just part of a full week of events as the sport takes over Nashville, Tennessee. Let's take a look at the schedule in Music City. The 2021 NASCAR season is over, and it's time to celebrate the champions as the NASCAR world descends upon the Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, this week. NASCAR returns for the award show after taking a year off due to the pandemic, but the sport continues to make Nashville, an entertainment hub, a priority as all three premier series raced at Nashville Super Speedway in June. If you're headed to Nashville this week or are in the area, here are a few exciting things to check out this week. Starting on Wednesday from noon to 5 p.m. Central, there will be a NASCAR Next Gen display. There, fans can get a glimpse of the NASCAR Next Gen vehicles from Chevrolet, Ford, and Toyota before seeing them on the track in 2022. The display will also be available from 10 a.m. to noon on Thursday. Other events on Wednesday include the NASCAR Street Party at the famed Ryman Auditorium. There, fans can hear from some amazing local musical talent, and there will be a Q&A session with the NASCAR Advanced Auto Parts Weekly Series, NASCAR Wheeling Modified Tour and NASCAR Arca Menard Series Champions. Burnouts on Broadway, a popular event from the race weekend in June, will return. For the first time ever, all 16 2021 NASCAR Cup Series playoff drivers, the NASCAR Xfinity Series Champion, NASCAR Camping World Truck Series Champion, and the Arca Menard Series Champion will take over the iconic street of Music City. The evening of burnouts will begin at 6.30 Central and end at 8 p.m. If you can't make it to all of the fun on Broadway, then make sure on Thursday evening to tune in to the main event, the NASCAR Awards and Champion Celebration, which can be heard right here on MRN, beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. What a sight it will be for all of the playoff drivers doing burnouts on Broadway. Coming up, we'll revisit Daniel Hemrick's Xfinity Series Championship run, and later we'll do the same for Ben Rhodes of the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We continue on this week's NASCAR Live. Kyle Larson isn't the only champion being honored in Nashville this week. Daniel Hemrick will also be honored for scoring his first Xfinity Series title. That championship win came after a breakthrough win at Phoenix. Let's take a look back at the best moments of Daniel Hemrick's 2021 on the track and with us here on the Motor Racing Network. 
cars just in front of the race leader, including Matt Mills, who will pull his car to the inside of the racetrack, giving the leaders plenty of room. Top side, it's Daniel Hemrick by two car lengths. It's going to be a sequel to what we saw one week ago in Las Vegas with Sindrick winning stage one and Daniel Hemrick winning stage two. It has happened again here this afternoon at Phoenix. Daniel Hemrick across the line, green and white checkered flag in the air and Daniel Hemrick has scored the stage two win in front of Harrison Burton. Final lap in stage number two is underway. It's only going to take about 20 seconds for that to happen. Hemrick trying to win the stage. Daniel Hemrick's lead is down to about a car length, but that's about all he needs at this juncture. Off turn two, down the back straightaway. He shows the way over Noah Gregson. Looking for his third stage win of the season, and he's going to get it. Daniel Hemrick off four and under the green and white checkered flag. Hemrick. Daniel Hemrick winning stage number two. Uh, tell us about your run here, Daniel, your third place finish. Yeah, I'm uh, bittersweet to be honest with you, man. This Poppy Bank Toyota Super was so fast and it's cool to get that second stage win. And I'll tell you, um, man, Dave Rogers and guys are bringing incredible race cars. And yeah, I just, you know, we got back there after the stage two, trying to, you know, take advantage of the full day. And somebody checked out the middle of one, two and knocked the, the hood up. I could, couldn't see once I got within about a half a car of somebody. So. It took me a little bit, probably too long to get used to that, to be honest with you. And we finally started making progress, got up there with better cars, and really kind of caught me off guard how much better the speed was compared to the field there at the end. I just had to use my stuff up to get there. Once I got the third, thought we were better than the eight and the nine. I just used it up to get there. Is there a shift in the intensity when it comes to the championship battle starting? Like, when you hit the ground in Vegas, can you feel any sort of difference? You like to hope no, but you can't deny that it's there. Um, I think that's that's the exciting part, especially going to a playoff format, is knowing that no matter what you've done to that point, doesn't really matter um, in a roundabout way. Everybody's got a clean slate. Yet every second front until playoffs start, till playoffs end, there's no days off. I mean, you're grinding it out because you feel what you're talking about. You know that. The atmosphere does change, um, and that's exciting. I know it is from the driver's seat. Leaders to the back straightaway. Denny Hamlin's going to move. Driver's left, trying to slide under the lap traffic, and the lap traffic's going to pin Denny on the apron. Hamlin now is around. He's trying to get around the lap traffic. The back end of the car breaks loose. He'll slide to the bottom. He'll spin out. Daniel Hemrick to the lead. Daniel Hemrick to the green and white and caution flag. Stage one comes to an end. Hemrick will win the stage. Denny Hamlin finally refires the car. He'll pull away. A lot happening on this final lap of the stage. Daniel Hemrick joins us here on NASCAR Live. All right, so your trademark in the Legends car was you'd get on the door and you'd do a backflip, okay? When you win that Xfinity Series race, will a 30-year-old Daniel Hemrick even think about that, or is that in the past now? Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit seasoned for sure uh, since uh, since my last one, but I tell you, I've been really, you know, putting in the work at um, at you know our Toyota training facility. Uh, actually, just yesterday, you know, we actually have a couple of interns throughout the year. One of them got wind of the backflip, and they said, "Man, can you still do it?" I said, "Yeah." They said, "No, no, no, like right here on the ground." So I bust one out there, flat foot on the ground, and, and I'm like. Yeah, I can still do it. I feel like I've got it in my back pocket, so. White flag is in the air. Here they come, racing back. One more lap in the season. One more lap for a championship. Austin Sendrick running for his life into turn number one. Here comes Hendrick. 
Hamrick. He dials up the low lane. He goes to the bottom. They're banging behind him. It's Cedric by a nose. Here they come down the back straightaway for the final time. Cedric is around Hamrick. He'll grab sole possession of the lead. Hamrick is going to drive it in deep. He gets right on the back bumper. Here comes Daniel Hamrick. They bounce off of each other. Checkered flag in the air. Daniel Hamrick wins the NASCAR Xfinity Series Championship and the race by a bumper. He and Austin Sindrick bouncing off of one another, coming to the checkered flag. And Daniel Hamrick is the 2021 NASCAR Xfinity Series Champion. He stuck the landing. Now, that wasn't just off the off the doorpost. That was off the roof of this race car. Daniel Hemrick, as they get you mic'd up here real quick, congratulations. Hey, you got that first win, and it came at the right time. Yeah, tell me about it. I heard your reference jumping off the roof instead of the door top. As long as it's taking me to win, I had to at least up in some way, some form or fashion. So, man, what can I say about Dave Rogers? He's been asking me all year, how bad do you want it? probably deserved way more of these than this one, but I'd, I'd give every single one of them up just to be standing here right now. And just so proud of everyone Joe Gibbs racing. I needed to deliver them way more wins than I did this year, but we, we came through when we needed to the most. I said a minute ago, we had to give one up last week to make sure no matter what, we had a shot to get here tonight. And once they gave us our shot, that's all we needed. And yeah, we did. we're not, we're not going to be denied during the last restart. Gable to catch up now with the latest winner in the NASCAR Xfinity Series, and it was a win that got him the 2021 NASCAR Xfinity Series Championship. Daniel Hemrick joins us here on the show. For those that have followed your, your NASCAR career, a uh, couple of years at Brad Keselowski Racing in the truck, a couple of years at RCR in the Xfinity Series program, moved up the cup for a year, then then to, to Junior Motorsports last year for a part-time schedule. A whole lot of second place finishes, finally got the win here this weekend, but did the, the, the naysayers, did the, the doubters ever get to you these last couple of years, especially last year when you weren't running for a championship, you weren't full-time? Not really, man. I got to tell you, you know, and Dave would be proud of my responses. All that's noise, right? And not that he taught me that because that's the way I viewed it way prior to my time here at JGR. But I think learning how to take that noise and use it as a motivator, I think was something that um, Dave Rogers' leadership has helped me more with, take me to the next step with within this season. And obviously it took way too long for that to come to a, to a head, but I'm glad it finally did. But you know, that's why I addressed them at the end of the night. In one of one or many of the interviews, I made sure I thank the fans, the people that have supported me along the way, and for sure want to make sure the people that have doubted me that I, that I love them just the same. Coming up, we'll look back at the best moments of Ben Rhodes' championship run, and later we venture back and look at the highlights from NASCAR's return to Nashville this past year. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Ben Rhodes was the first of the three first-time champions to be crowned this season. He was also the first NASCAR winner of 2021. Let's take a look back at the year on the track and with us here on MRN. Boston Wayne Self gets turned further back. He'll spin to the infield. Roper leads to three. Corey Roper leads by a truck length, but here comes Ben Rhodes. Here comes Matt Crafton trying to line up. Crafton nearly gets the outside wall. They're three wide behind him, but Corey Roper leads. Here they come. Sparks flying. Trucks wrecking. One of them goes sliding wide to the checkered flag. They come outside lane. Ben Rhodes on the outside lane wins at Daytona. There's a huge crash further behind them. No less than uh, half a dozen trucks, if not more. Everybody skitters and slides all the way down to the inside. 
but nevertheless, Ben Rhodes, a huge move on the outside lane, takes it up against the safer barrier, and he will go to victory lane. I mean, you can dream about this. I've dreamed about this. I can't tell you how long. I've dreamed about this since I was seven years old, and it's it, nothing describes the feeling. I mean, nothing describes the feeling. I've had very few days like this in my life that have this much elation. My marriage day, a couple other wins, Kane and Championship, but this is this is right up there with all of them. I mean, this is Daytona. You don't even need to explain that. You know, like this is Daytona. Enjoy it. Oh, I'm gonna enjoy every second of it. Ben Rhodes is with us now. He drives the number 99 Toyota Tundras for Thor Sport Racing, and he won the season opener at Daytona, and he's still got a huge smile on his face after doing all that. Yeah, so I didn't realize that it was as crazy as it was until afterwards and I went and watched the replays. Like, that was an insane race. So I knew up front, like, that that we had so many lead changes and it seemed like nobody could keep the lead longer than, like, a lap. You know, it was just back to back. And I, I thought that this was one of the most entertaining races and, and recent history for the truck series. Creed is going to have one final shot and he's not going to get it. The caution flag is flying. The field is frozen. And Ben Rhodes is going to win on the road course in Daytona. Ben Rhodes won the season opener last week. And now he's going to come back to the World Center of Racing. And here they come out of turn number 14. The caution and checkered flag is waving. Ben Rhodes starts the 2021 season with a double dip and a double trip to victory lane. Every driver dreams of winning Daytona just one time. You've won it twice here in a matter of seven days. Congratulations. Describe your emotions now. Oh, man, this is, we did the sweep. I didn't know that there was a sweep possible at Daytona, but we did it. <laughs> I don't know what to say, man. This Bombardier Tundra was fast from the get-go. Starting on the pole, I knew that if we just had played it safe, if I gave up the lead, I didn't care about the laps led, none of that stuff. We don't need an ego. We needed to win the race, right? So we played it smart all day, and... The rain was so fun. I prayed for the rain before the race, and we got it. I just wish it stayed the whole time because we were making so much hay once I got the, the handling down on it. I, I honestly didn't want it to go dry, but I guess I'm glad that it did because it worked out okay. What have you learned in your, your past playoff experiences that is going to help you this year? Well, I think the big thing that I've taken away is how to see opportunities as they're presenting themselves. So when an opportunity is coming in the form of a, a hole or an opening or, you know, a caution, whatever it is on the track, and that can have huge implications for your whole season. I can go back and look at multiple seasons of my career and say, at this one moment, if I did this one move at this one moment, I could have been champion. Or I could have, you know, I could have won this race and that would have made me rookie of the year. Whatever. Right behind them, looking for a championship is Ben Rhodes. Chandler Smith, dominant in the late going when it counted the most. No challenge for him in turn number two. And the same for the championship. Here comes Ben Rhodes. Chandler Smith to the back straightaway for the final time. Unchallenged Ben Rhodes for the title to the back straightaway. Unchallenged back to three. Off turn number four. Checkered flag in the air. Chandler Smith will win the loop. Lucas Oil 150. Chandler Smith will win the 2021 Rookie of the Year. Off turn four, checkered flag in the air. The 2021 NASCAR Camping World Truck Series champion from Louisville, Kentucky. Ben Rhodes picks up the championship. He is, for the first time in his career, a champion in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. Man, you were the first driver to qualify for the playoffs with that win early in Daytona at the beginning of the season. And now you're a championship is it everything you imagined? 
and then some. I can't even, oh God, this is just such an awesome feeling. I can't even describe it. You know, for so long, I've been racing in the series and we've never made it to the championship four. And now to do it and to win the whole thing, I can't even believe it. This is so, so cool. I drove the hardest last 40 laps of my life. I wanted it so bad and I was pushing the truck. I didn't even think I had anything left by the end when everybody else started wearing out. Somehow we did and we're here now. We're joined now by the 2021 Camping World Truck Series champion, Ben Rhodes. I've been with them now since 2016. And over years, you know, they've, they've you know, given me support and, and have been building me up as a driver. And it's just really nice to be able to, to, to take all that support and turn it around and say, you know, thank you for these opportunities. I did, I did my job for you. <laughs> here, here, here you go. So um, this is the first time they've had three championships before this, but this is the first time they've got drivers and owners. And I know Duke really, really wanted the owner's championship. It's eluded them for a while and just so, so happy to deliver that because I know it's very special for them. And I said, ain't happening, Mama Jamma. Bye-bye. Went around the outside in the resin and I said, goodbye. Coming up, we look back at NASCAR's return to Nashville after a decade away. And later, we'll hop in our time machine to head back to the 2001 NASCAR Awards Banquet. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We're about to head for the exits on this week's NASCAR Live. But before we do, there's lots of unfinished business to tend to, including going back earlier this year. You know, NASCAR returned to Nashville in 2019 for their award ceremony. But this past summer was an even bigger return. The Camping World Truck Series, the Xfinity Series returned to Nashville Super Speedway, and the Cup Series raced there for the very first time. Let's take a look back at that exciting weekend. As NASCAR dresses up for the return to Nashville for the awards show, we thought we'd take a look at how the return to racing in Music City turned out back in June. There was a lot of anticipation for NASCAR to visit Nashville again. The Cup Series would make its debut at the Nashville Super Speedway, while the Xfinity and Camping World Truck Series would make their grand return after a 10-year absence. The tough trucks kicked off the weekend of racing, with the big story being that this was virtually a brand new track for everyone in the field. Pole sitter Derek Krause explained pre-race how he prepared for a track he'd never raced on before. Uh, a lot of sim time on the Toyota Simulator and then also on iRacing. iRacing just came out with the track, so uh, we get to do it on there and practice on there and then the hour practice or whatever it was before the race that we got to use. and. I took advantage of that and helped a lot. Everyone played nice for almost the entire race. The drivers focused on figuring out the racetrack, finding grooves, and it wasn't until the end of the race where things got heated. Seven to go in Nashville. The top three are back in one. Brad Enfinger right to the bottom of the racetrack on entry in turn number one. Drifts up half a groove. The bottom is open. Priest trying to put a nose inside. He's got a run off the bottom of two. He is there on the back straightaway. Here comes Ryan Priest to the inside of Grant Enfinger. Side by side for the lead. New leader, Ryan Priest. Don't give it to him just yet. Here comes Grant Enfinger around the outside. Now Priest will clear him. Enfinger now goes to the outside. Priest drives him all the way to the safer barrier and Enfinger pulls even. Contact at the start finish line. They both get away. Enfinger is not done yet. Priest though with a great run in turn two. He'll pull away by 
a truck leg. He'll slide wide out of two. Enfinger's got to follow him. Enfinger will lose a truck length, and here comes Todd Gilliland. Solid three-way battle for the lead. Five laps to go here in Nashville, and Ryan is trying to run away and hide right now. Off four, it goes from two truck lengths to three to four, and now the battle for second is side-by-side. Enfinger may lose the runner-up spot now. Gilliland finds room to the bottom. Fans were on their feet as a familiar name took the white flag in the Rackley Roofing 200. Up on the back bumper of the Corey Roper machine. Roper gives way to the outside. Priest dives underneath him. That may be all she wrote. Ryan Priest, final time off two. He will bypass the lap traffic. He will keep Todd Gilliland at bay. And Ryan Priest off the end of the back straightaway for the final time, looking for checkers in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. Ryan Priest exits turn four. Rich Keeter puts the checkered flag in the air. And Ryan Priest is going to strum a brand new Gibson guitar. Ryan Priest wins the Rackley Roofing 200 as fireworks go over turn number two. Ryan Priest picks up the win. Todd Gilliland will finish second. With Ryan Priest stealing a win from Truck Series regulars at Nashville, that left three races before the playoffs started, and the pressure was certainly building. Saturday, the Xfinity Series took center stage for the Tennessee Lottery 250. One of the few active drivers who had raced at Nashville Super Speedway before, Justin Allgaier, said pre-race, what a great feeling it was to be back. Well, there's a lot of difference in the last 10 years between uh, this Xfinity Series and what the cars are like and then, you know, the track. I I feel like they've done a great job of, of... taking something out of nothing and, and, and providing us with the race service that's, that's really good. I think that what they did with the uh, the service, not PJ1, but the, the resin that they put down, it's it's really allowed us to go out there and have some fun. But, uh, you know, first of all, first and foremost, happy Father's Day weekend to all the dads out there. I got a really special weekend this weekend. Um, you know, I have my daughters both on my car. Uh, but then to get back here to Nashville, a place that we've missed in, a, in our you know, this is a great market for us. We have a lot of race fans here in the Nashville area, and it's been uh, it's been disappointing not to be here. So glad to be back. Hopefully, we can put on a great race today. And it's even better if you're in victory lane, you get that guitar. So that's that's the goal for this afternoon. To no one's surprise, two veterans found themselves battling each other for the lead in the closing laps. Justin Allgaier versus Kyle Busch. Allgaier doesn't want to let him get away. He's going to drive it in deep. Here's Kyle Busch on the outside. Allgaier down low. He's got him lassoed. Now can he tie him up? Justin Allgaier at the bottom of the racetrack. Kyle Busch will crowd him downstairs. To the line they come, side by side, racing for the lead. Crowd is on its feet as they go wheel to wheel for the lead now. Kyle Busch on the outside. Justin Allgaier on the inside. Inches apart at the exit of two. Kyle Busch tries to creep away. Still hasn't quite got him clear. Allgaier's got a fender alongside his corner panel. He'll search forward, side by side for the lead. Daniel Hemrick waiting for a lane to open up. Boy, the crowd going crazy here in anticipation of a pass for the lead. Allgaier wants it. He's going to lead or will he? Kyle Busch battles back on the outside. Daniel Hemrick right there also. Bush through a wicked side draft on Justin Allgaier all the way down the front straightaway. They are still nose to nose off turn number two. Bush trying to get him cleared. Again, he can't quite get there. Now he'll clear him. Kyle Busch back to the lead. Allgaier right behind him in second. Hemrick third. You got Michael Annette fourth and they're side by side for fifth. With Noah Gregson on the bottom of the track. Gregson slips. They're going to go three wide as Gregson now has to roll out of the throttle. Brandon Jones around the outside. Harrison Burton to the inside. They're racing for the lead again. Justin Allgaier is not done yet. He dials up the low line. He goes after Kyle Busch. He's got the lead. Justin Allgaier to the 
the point on lap 151. He'll slide across the nose of Kyle Busch. He'll keep the lead. Busch in second. On a historic return to Nashville for NASCAR, it became a historic moment for Kyle Busch. White flag is in the air. Kyle Busch, the leader, takes the white flag. Races back to turn number one for the final time. Allgaier lost the nose coming off turn four. Opened up the bottom for Brandon Jones. They're going to go three wide for second. Harrison Burton slides underneath as they're wrecking further back in the pack. Sideways and up into the wall. A couple of cars spinning as Kyle Busch heads for three. Here's Kyle Busch. He'll race his way all by himself into three, into four. They're banging quarter panels behind him for second. The historic win number 100 happens today in Music City. Kyle Busch scores the victory in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Win number 100 for Kyle Busch. You know, so cool to get 100 here, and I don't think you ever think of those things. You know, you just one day hope that you can make it first, and then when you make it, you're like, okay, let's go win it, some more races and win a championship or whatever. And obviously, um, just being around for as long as I've been around, it's um, you know, it's just a great opportunity in this position, and being able to get these this many wins is really, really cool. Um, I wouldn't say it all came full circle. It's just it'd be nice to keep going, but everybody's tired of me being here. So uh, we hit the century mark, and uh, we'll see if we can't get 102. And then, um, you know, we'll, I don't know what the plan is next year yet. Two races down and one to go. The Cup Series saw the return of practice and pole qualifying for this race with Eric Almarola grabbing those honors. It's good to show some speed, though, you know, to have that speed to go out and qualify up front. Um, makes us feel good and gives us something uh, to, you know, finally have something positive happen to our race team but uh, now we got to go execute for 400 miles and uh, you know just keep our car up front hopefully pitch strategy execute on restarts all those things we got to put a whole race together and uh, hopefully we'll find ourselves in contention uh, when it comes down towards the end of the race here it took kyle larson a whole five laps to get the lead and once he did he rarely gave it up green flag goes back in the air we're racing again here in music city Kyle Busch on the outside lane. Eric Almarola. he'll occupy the real estate to his left elbow. Kyle Busch got a great start, but Eric Almarola will dive back to the inside, battling for the lead. Further back, three wide mid-pack. Nobody up and into the wall. Leaders clear two, three wide for the lead. Here comes Kyle Larson, right at the gut. Almarola to the bottom. Bush up top. Kyle Larson through the middle for the lead. Kyle Larson by Eric Almarola. Larson by Kyle Busch. Goodbye, everybody else. That didn't take very long. Kyle Larson to the point. They'll go side by side for position number two. A few accident and debris cautions sprinkled throughout the race, but nothing could stop the Kyle Larson train. He led all but 36 laps in the entire race and collected the checkered flag, making it three straight wins. Here he comes now off the end of the back straightaway. Won't challenge the lap traffic. All he's got to do is nurse it back to the start-finish line. He's on the bottom trying to do exactly that. Kyle Larson exits turn number four. Checkered flag in the air, and Kyle Larson wins the Ally 400 at Nashville Super Speedway. There was indeed enough fuel in the tank. Larson is a winner. Ross Chastain is second. Cars running out of gas. Harvick is out of fuel. Kurt Busch is out of fuel. That'll change the running order. William Byron will finish third. Eric Almarola will finish fourth. And Kevin Harvick is credited with fifth. Another awesome crowd. These last few month and a half or whatever it's been since we had a crowd. It- I've been doing good, and maybe it's maybe it's because the crowd and, and the atmosphere is getting me pumped up. But uh, cool to see an awesome place, yeah, awesome track here, and uh, just a great city. I had fun this week, and glad to leave with a win. 
The fans in attendance that weekend got a show from all three series, and it set the stage for Kyle Larson to return to Nashville this weekend as the 2021 NASCAR Cup Series champion. Coming up, we'll hear from some of Jeff Gordon's acceptance speech after he was crowned the 2001 NASCAR Cup Series champion. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. You know, life really always comes around full circle, doesn't it? This year, Jeff Gordon played a big hand in Kyle Larson coming to Hendrick Motorsports and will move into an even bigger role with the organization next year. 20 years ago, though, he was on stage being honored with his fourth Cup Series championship. Let's revisit some of that speech. Ladies and gentlemen, four-time NASCAR Winston Cup champion, Jeff Gordon. to stand for me. Uh, thank you so much, Andy. Uh, I, was, I got a little bit worried, I got to admit, when we first got here. Um, I was afraid they might forget the check, too. Uh, so glad that he, uh, he definitely had that on hand. And that's an unbelievable amount of money. I, I, I just can, can't even fathom this. And of course, thanks to NASCAR, uh, no doubt about it, uh, this has been uh, the best week of our lives. Uh, Bill and Betty Jane, thank you so much. Uh, you know, it's, you guys and, and all your folks from, from NASCAR uh, do so much for, for each and every one of us. We're just so proud. And I'm so proud and so excited to be here with all of you, to be with Brooke, the entire 24 team, everyone at Hendrick Motorsports, our sponsors, and all the NASCAR fans watching. As the 2001 NASCAR Winston Cup Series champion, it's so awesome to be back. For our team, this championship meant so much this year. A year where the 24 car got its fourth title. NASCAR saw newer and bigger audiences. Rick Hendrick got his 100th win. And Robbie Loomis won his first championship. It was a pretty amazing year and really proved what a strong team we have. But while it was a great year for us and our team, it was a very tough year for our sport and our country. For NASCAR, the year started with the huge loss of Dale. And that loss has been there all year long and will always be there. We'll never forget what he brought to the NASCAR and how he helped the sport reach new heights. He was a friend to so many, and man, what a, what a competitor. For me personally, I learned an awful lot from him on and off the track, and I'll never forget it. Of course, everyone was affected uh, by September 11th. And being here in New York, it's especially difficult. Had a chance to go to Ground Zero earlier this week. I can't even put into words uh, the scene there. The devastation is absolutely overwhelming. We'll never forget those who were lost that day and their bravery, the New York police and fire departments. And we saw them earlier, but we're so proud to have some of them here with us tonight. Thanks, guys, for being here, and thanks for what you do for us. 
As I stand here tonight, I want you to know this championship is very special. They all mean a lot and they're all different, but this one feels more like 95 when we won our first because in both cases, nobody really expected us to win. Um, we finished last season in ninth with three wins. We had new people, a new pit crew, and we're still getting used to working together. And although you always go into each new season hoping to make a run at the championship, this year, well, we were realistic. <laughs> we, uh, we wanted to step things up from last year, so we set a goal to win races and finish in the top five in points. We knew it'd be better than last year, but we didn't think we'd be as strong as we were. So for us to finish the season with six wins, 18 top fives, six poles, and win the championship, we even surprised ourselves. Looking back over the year, I guess what means the most to me is how we work together as a team to overcome adversity. We have a, uh, we've had a lot of challenges over the past few years, several members of our team moving on, success on the track not coming the way it had before, and the belief some people had that our team wouldn't be a threat for the championship. So we came together, we worked together to prove that we had the drive, the desire, the resources, and the components to be back on top. We rebuilt our team, putting new people in place, and convincing Robbie Loomis to join us. And uh, I got to give a lot of credit to this crew. This season, they came together. They believed in themselves and grew into the strongest unit I've ever, and I mean this, I've ever been a part of. You guys are so awesome. So awesome, man. I love you guys. Awesome. truly was a team effort this year. I, I can't tell you how much that means to me. We, we, of course, we've all matured as individuals and as a team. We knew how to step it up, and we did. And because of that, we developed a stronger bond between us, which helped us realize what might be possible. Las Vegas was our first sign that something pretty special was going on. It's a difficult track. We struggled there last year, and we started deep in the field. We worked our way to the front, and eventually we won the race. I think that race showed us right then that this could be our year. And of course, we had to back that up with some other solid finishes, but the way we worked together and performed that day was unbelievable. I know it took my confidence to a new level, and I think it did for the team, too. From that point on, we felt that kind of confidence for the rest of the season. Las Vegas showed us what was possible, and our, te our team made the rest of it happen. What I've seen this year is the power of what can happen when people believe in themselves and support one another. And I've seen firsthand that when a team sets its mind to a goal and works together, any obstacle can be overcome and any dream can become a reality. Now the Daytona 500 is just 79 days away. Or I should say 79 days are long, long ways away. But you know what? With this team right here, I wish it was tomorrow, guys. Wish it was tomorrow. Can't wait to get to Daytona. Thank you. Good night. God bless you. Oh, it's always fun to hop back in the old MRN time machine. And what a fun look back it was. Folks, that's all the time we have for for this week. Exciting doings in Nashville this week. We hope you'll tune in to Motor Racing Network and MRN.com to keep up with all the action in Music City. For the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. We thank you so much for joining us this week, and we'll chat with you again next week right here on NASCAR Live. Until then, so long, everybody.
NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina, and was brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family-owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast, and you won't stink. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrian and Julian Council. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com for all of the latest news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com.